Dude. Let's bring some Black Bundy's fire to this episode. Let's do it. Oi. Oi. What episode? To all episodes forever. My name's Casey, leader of the Black Bundies. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Go, go light a fire in Africa, you Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. Uh, I'm Hans. Hi, I'm Henning. Say something mean, Henning. It's your fault you didn't like the last episode. Talking to you. You're a piece of shit. Now, potentially, this one is released before the other one. <laughs> I want to do be? like a. Well, a, the last uh, one is relevant because that's when. Golden Girls was released. Let's Tarantino on Hulu. it. Yeah. Tarantino, this one nonlinear. Goes back to the other one. I'm saying we dark side of the moon this, and this one is just that laid over top. So we're doing the same episode, but You have to start them at the same time. This one's fucking <laughs> different. See they match up. <laughs> I dare you not to jump out your window if you have to hear our voices twice <laughs> at the same hour. Casey. Yes. Question for you. Does it involve Night Court, and is it this episode already? <laughs> First of all, <laughs> Dr. Rube, two Dr. Rubes speaking to a rose, and I'm sorry, I don't know where Rue is, but um, yeah, this episode's definitely got to be first. Uh, <laughs> do you come from the great Manhattan landowning Van Heels that... Uh, uh, are so prevalent in our history books or lack thereof prevalence yeah. should be prevalent, but they're no, deep at the, the bottom of, my, of the drink. That's the name of my roller derby, te- roller derby team, the Manhattan Landos. <laughs> Just a little higher, baby. Yeah. Did Allison bring this up and was curious about, we were talking about lineages and she wanted about Casey's. She wanted about yeah. Casey's and I put a random generalization out there presented as fact that the Van Heels owned a substantial portion of the island of Manhattan. Uh, no, not the Van Heels. Okay. You can, it's funny because my, my grandfather was really into like, like doing all of the ancestry stuff. So he went back like Holland and got all of like the Van Heels and got in contact with, Van Heels that are still living over there that were related to generation, generation, generation. They're all farmers. Every single one of them all the way back. Hops farmers, I imagine. Yeah, just farmers and horse thieves and just, you know, salt of the earth people. <laughs> Where does the, the horse thief come from? <laughs> it's, it was a real thing. Like that, like it, in my head when I was a kid, because I did the same project you did where you like. You know, research, you have to, it was for that class. Yeah, everybody, yeah, yep. Annotated, hyper-researched, and so I got stuff from him, and it was just, you know, same, they were all, just slowly went from New York over, just all farmers, and then there's, like, one guy named Bart or whatever, (laughs) they were like, he was hung as a horse thief. (laughs) Oh, he got the heat. They really did, they really, I guess, they hung horse thieves, no joke. Like, it's not just the alliteration. Like, they hung horse thieves. Is it, was that because legitimately, like, your horse was potentially your, like, lifeline? Like, yeah. if you don't have your horse, you can't get to a food source or a water yeah, source was, or a it's medicine. It's like a death sentence. Like, hmm. you invest all that money in that. It's so much more. But, yeah, it was, you're getting around your travel. It's your, more important than a car is now. But there's some, Oh, by f- way more. 
There's a weird, I think there's a weird sentimental connection too, because like you hear about that in like the old West, like two gunslingers going at it for no reason. And one kills the other. And they're just like, well, it was a fair fight. And then somebody steals somebody's old nag and they fucking string him up or tie him to tie tie and quarter him. Hind and quarter quarter him. Draw and quarter. Draw and quarter. Leave the horses out of it. That's going too far. Too far with the horses. It's like that great episode of MASH. Remember that one? I haven't listened to that podcast yet. (laughs) MASH up? (laughs) Is there a MASH? Is there a Mad MASH MASH podcast? Is there a Mad Magazine podcast where we just read old issues of Mad Magazine? (laughs) And I got there, speaking of Larry Storch, I got there because... M A D Mad M A S H Mash. That's my connection. <laughs> this is how my brain works. Uh huh. Um, there's a great episode. <laughs> Do I go into it? There's a great episode of Mash where the the general, uh, whoever the general was at the time, he wasn't the first one, but he was the older guy that they brought in for the last seasons of Mash. He grew up on a farm in Iowa and loved his horses. And there's this horse gets killed by Koreans, and he like he loses his goes, goddamn goes mind. Goes native on him. Yeah, mm. got killed in Korea or back home. So a horse gets like shot. Because what do they do? What is the horse doing in Korean War? Well, you, again, meat. Oh, Korean Day Parade. <laughs> I didn't say I was just like he asked. It's a police action of racism. That's a deep history. That's a that's a deeper one. Police action. Police action. As opposed to parade. No, well, well, as opposed to this weird mash reference that <laughs> everyone understands. And it's so I don't rem- I can't remember it well enough. I just remember the end. He he thinks about how he hugged his horse. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what uh, yeah, the police action? That's what they called. That's what Truman called the Korean War. To downgrade it because everybody was sick of hearing of war because of World War II, to so they called it a police action. Euphemize it. But American soldiers died in that police action. Moving on. <laughs> hey, did you hear what happened in Korea? Somebody killed his brother. Puff, puff. <laughs> <laughs> Ding, same time. I, recall I that. wonder if those was fell it? at the same exact time. <laughs> it sinks up. It totally does. The ice who? <laughs> Sammy the what? <laughs> yeah, the you bull? Just... Cometh? <laughs> Wait, I don't think that it was even called the Iceman Cometh, but... Um, uh, That's so, a really long play. So what was the name of the other side of the family that owned Manhattan? Uh, it was part of my mom's, my mom's side of the family, which it was apparently super easy because there were they were wealthy, most of them, like throughout history, so... They like keeping track of what happens because they like talking about it, and it's exciting. I never thought about that. Of course that's why our family history doesn't exist because we're too depressed to fucking <laughs> jot it down. Like, my mom's family history can be traced back to William the Conqueror. <laughs> yeah, that's pure pretty And the true. reason you keep track of that because that shit's sexy. Yeah, that's cool. That shit's got sizzle. That's fun to talk about. Not being a fucking thousand generations of just like kind noble farmers and then the one horse thief <laughs> that's got a little sizzle on it though 
Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't necessarily once you go in my family, if you go as far back as uh the guy that got arrested for throwing potatoes at a cop, you just go, I don't need to go back any further than that. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. <laughs> no, so it was my mom's side of the family, so like distant relatives owned a bunch of land in Manhattan and like you were talking about, they were coming over to like state claim to it and the ship sank. So they got fat whited. And someone Uh-oh. was like, yeah, it's mine now. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, them being fat whites themselves. So yeah. Yeah. That, that, that boat ride must've been a fucking How long trip, huh? Five months, months, months half months? a year Jeez. eating salt pork and sweet tack or whatever the Didn't fuck they, they ate does on it there. Does it take six months to come across the Atlantic in a boat? It took a long ass fucking time. That'd be worth that. I don't know if it'd be worth researching, but that would be something to know. Or we could just say it took six months. I'm going six months. Yeah. I was going to bring it up on the uh, the Valentine's Day cast because Titanic as the world's greatest love story. My one of my favorite movies. No joke. Uh, there is a cons- there is a theory in the conspiracy community. Mm-hmm. That uh, fucking J.P. Morgan sank the Titanic. I know all about it. He was one of the principal investors, and he was set to sail on that maiden vo- yeah. voyage, but mysteriously, last minute, canceled out. And sure enough, the the company was actually having problems beforehand, and he made a fucking shitload of money off the insurance on that ship. There's also another conspiracy that that Titanic isn't even really the Titanic; it's its sister ship. It starts with a C or something that they just painted over, put Titanic label on it, and just switched out because that ship was an older ship they wanted to get rid of anyway. Um, and they could just sink that as the Titanic for the um, insurance money. And then people, conspiracists, will look at the two ships side to side, and they'll show like the departure of the Titanic, and they'll count like the portholes, and there'll be discrepancies there. The one I the one I heard about was he sank it because he was a big proponent of the Federal Reserve, mm-hmm. and three of his opponents were also rich New Yorkers. It was uh, Astor, Astor uh, and that's why he sank it to kill them, and then they put the Federal Reserve into place. Well, let's go, let's. Go. Oh, I didn't. I, we got so into how did he sink it? Mm. Well, that he... they didn't say. <laughs> no, that's that's a little bit of a... The guy whose profile started with, I'm part black, part Native American, and I am a yoga instructor. Oh, yeah? One of my people? Yogi Conspiracies? <laughs> Dot com? No, I'm just saying, the site I looked at is one of those, like, Earth Source Forge. Need some smoking gun evidence, like his signature on an order to not repair something on the ship. Yeah, but oh, There's so oh, so like they like leave some well, rivets out. Part of the out. thing was there was a book the navigation that came out called "Sinking of the Titan," Anik, like three or four years before, and it was about a, a ship sinking in the Atlantic in April, iceberg, same problems, not enough life, but like not enough, you know, lifeboats. And it was like super popular, mm-hmm. so that you know mirrors the Titanic uh, in a lot of points. That's where he got the idea. I have a street. That's where book. he got the idea, and then the guy was killed. The author of the book was killed after Titanic sank. Henning, <laughs> you're upsetting the dogs. 
They love the. They hate the Federal Reserve. I have a street book on the Titanic that was. Um, that was. Uh, it's a, a. Shut up. That was printed. Um, <laughs> that was printed like, or in first in print like a few years after it. It was after they did like a. Uh, what is it called? Like a commission on why the Titanic sank. Mm. And it was a book that was published of just firsthand accounts of the people that were on the Titanic. And it's pretty interesting. It's, it's, it, it, it's very interesting because of the way the people, it, it, it carries much of how people spoke at the time, but there was a state Senator on the Titanic who basically lived because he, uh, like, you know how you hear about drunk drivers, like killing everybody in their car or coming into head on collisions, but they don't have a, oh, yeah. they're, they don't have a broken bone in their body cause they're Cause so they drunk, drunk. They're just loose. Loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was a state Senator on the Titanic and this woman describes him. He doesn't speak in the book, but this woman's like, I saw Senator so-and-so and he was slugging a bottle of gin. And she's like, I thought it was so odd. Like this was early on, like when they were like you know, we all got to get to lifeboats. And this guy was just drinking out of a bottle of gin. And she's like, I saw him drink the bottle from start to finish. And I was like, he animal housed it. Yeah. He animal housed a bottle of gin. Just like slug the whole bottle. So she's like, I'm sure I'll never see him alive again. But sure enough, this guy lives because like, as the ship goes down, he like basically just like Looney Tunes gets pinged around and just kind of <laughs> slips off the side of the Titanic into a lifeboat and that like, sails away on him. <laughs> like fucking Red Skelton. It's like, oh, it's this lovable drunk. He's hilarious. Oh, I hate that scene when they're like, uh, they all get tuxedoed up and pour themselves brandy and they have cigars. I'm like, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die like a gentleman. And then the fucking ceiling caves in on him full of water. Ugh, oh, crusty bastards. No, I that movie Listed. was playing on on a loop at where I work, so I got reaccustomed to the the film. I like the, uh, I, I guess I, I'm I'm a I don't I, I, it's the history aspect something I, it's like the history and the tragedy aspect of it really draws me to it. I don't know. I know it's pretty morbid. I guess really, that's all well, it the is. The movie's done well. It's one of those things you don't, you know. It starts with the treasure hunt, like the movie. Hits all these crazy places you wouldn't assume. You just assume it's a movie about this love, unrequited love on fucking Titanic. But it starts with uh, fucking Paxton as a fucking scuzzy treasure hunter looking for the, like, the Hope Diamond. I think he has an earring. He does. I knew it. One one hoop. Solo hoop. Solo hoop. I was thinking about wearing an earring today. I don't know why. Rock it. <laughs> Do it, you'll dude. Like Anth- you'll look like Anthony Bourdain from the '90s, dude. I'll look like that black TV anchor. Nobody, nobody got that reference. No idea. Uh there was one. German Day. No, 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 no. He, uh, I, I, you know what? I will take it back. I didn't have to say black. He's the only. Uh, stop <laughs> with it. You sound like Blick. Was there one Blick? No, no. You're Afrikaner. <laughs> God, no, 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 no. He's the only nightly news anchor, period, and it's not Lester Holt, who's great, who also <laughs> had, no. It's the one who's black as midnight. God. No, he's the only nightly news anchor with a fucking earring. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. Don Lemon? It's not Don Lemon. Don Lemon would have it in the other ear. If you... Stop! <laughs> 
chocolate Twinkie much. <laughs> Don, Le- you called him a chocolate Twinkie, not me. I did not. It was in his pocket. I called him a lemon cream puff. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you are a golden girl. Harrison Ford had an earring, still does, and he crashed his plane recently. Second time in his life. Hmm. Do you know that? No, I didn't know he was a uh, pilot even. Fake news. It's not fake news. Taking him down a peg. Fake news. Guys, this podcast is running so smooth. I inherited a mess after that last episode. <laughs> I inherited a golden mess, but now it's running so smooth. Fine-tuned machine. It is a fine-tuned I love machine. I inherited a mess as if the Obamas only had packs of dogs and toddlers without diapers on. Like, that's what the white was in the White House. It's it can't be a mess because he's There's not messes everywhere. The mess worst in forty in forty years. It's got he doesn't even stay at the White House. I hope I I hope they should have met, made it a literal mess. It's like Lyndon Johnson yeah. when he uh, left office, he had the entire Air Force One. Like every president gets to redesign their interior of their Air Force One, but you still just get the plane as it was before. Lyndon Johnson was like, nope, I don't even want him getting ideas of how cool mine looked. And he had it stripped literally down to the metal tubing. So it's just like an empty plane. Suck it, Nixon. Fuck you. Oh, he pre-stripped it before he handed it over to Nixon? Yeah, he like... I see. He had to get all those choice barbecue pits out of that plane. And even Obama, like if if Trump's talking about leaving a mess, usually it's pretty um, standard for presidents to kind of like do a bunch of last minute like moves that kind of are going to get undone anyway, but they do it. I feel like Obama didn't even bother doing that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Trump inherited the least amount of like strings to tie up that I can think of in recent pre- presidential history. Cause wasn't that when the Bushes, when HW came in, like, they were like, the Clintons fucking took everything. Yeah, 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 exactly. That, and they put, passed a bunch of, like, last-minute legislation. They took the fucking fixtures. The Clintons took, like, like the Clintons took the swords off the walls. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they got in trouble because you're not supposed to take... Anything you received as a gift as president stays mm. its government-received shit. Yeah. So it can go in your library probably or something like that, but you don't just get to put it in your fucking what is, Wait, does that mean there's a bunch of like cool president like gift shit like in warehouses like in Indiana Jones? Yes. Cool. They can't display it all at once. They gotta pick and choose. Didn't the Nixons just... get like a panda? <laughs> Some old Nixon pa- got a gold plated pistol from Elvis. Yes, exactly. Where the fuck is that? Because he can't he's not allowed to keep that, right? He was buried with it. <laughs> In his mouth. <laughs> that, that's what, like, that's what, <laughs> who's like a big Nixon opponent at the end, like, like, oh, you know, we were, we were enemies in life, but he's passed. I just want to view the, uh, the casket and Nixon's that got that gun? fucking side shooter, like his hand resting on it. He slowly <laughs> moves, adjusts the riggy mortied <laughs> arm. So puts that pistol in his mouth. Who was it? Who was it? Who was like the, the real, like. At at odds with Nixon. Who was the Democrat Prairie that gentleman. would button heads with him? Prairie Gentleman himself. Really? South Dakota's own. McGovern? Yeah. 
I know he ran against him, but I mean, when all the water... Oh, yeah, I suppose he was, because that was his... It was his Democratic headquarters that was broken into, right? McGovern stuck that gun right down his throat. McGovern really got fucked. And then all he had to go back on was like, we still... South Dakotans still love you. And he, like, literally did, like, the sideshow Bob, like... (laughs) 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 I I have the thickest book on McGovern that somebody gave me... That my parents gave me for graduation the thickest i i think that is the last person for a thousand years that will ever be considered for a high office from south dakota mcgovern there's not enough people there'll never be enough people oh to get anybody in the white house yeah uh hubert humphrey south dakota no he's not he's minnesota son of a bitch you're right fuck that guy that's why he had a stadium named after himself what's the stadium Metrodome? Is his middle name Metro? Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome. Hubert Metro Humphrey Dome. Yeah, you need sexy states, man. The Dashel, Tom Dashel. Yeah. Tom Dashel got iced. Yeah, he did. So Tom Dashel. By the people. Tom Dashel, he was murdered, Henning, and replaced (laughs) with Dashelbot 4000. Um. Uh, Tom Daschle like got disgraced because he fucked up the tiniest little thing on his taxes, which was probably like their spin on it. He he probably cheated a little bit on his taxes. We have a president that like just flat out I think uh, said he's not releasing his taxes now. Yeah. yeah, he said once I'm president, I'll release my taxes. He was the Senate mm. Majority Leader. I don't think he ever agreed to it. He definitely agreed to release his taxes, didn't he? Trump? I don't know. Calling him out. I'm putting Trump on my list. He finally made it. He finally... After all that. He finally irked me enough. (laughs) Trump, you really irk my bones. I don't know if that's a saying. (laughs) Irk my... I don't think so. Listed. Finally. Wrong planet, Donald. Mike Pence is getting close, too. He's over in Germany rubbing elbows with the Ukraine. You know what? I'm feeling pretty smart. I've had the news on like all week. Oh, fake news, Hans? Come on. Harrison Ford has an earring. Mike Pence is in the Ukraine. Why not, yeah, baby? Yeah, but we're recording this podcast a week early, so all the stuff you're saying will be out of date. What do you mean? <laughs> when it really when it releases in two weeks? No, this one's Are coming. You Tarantino first. in my brain? <laughs> what happened? I was going to say we shouldn't get too far into Trump because we'll be out of date. You think when he's going to get impeached? By the time this... Bu- he'll do... He's always doing some crazy shit. All right. One, two, three. I'm going to... Well, let's each predict the future. Uh, you, it can be Trump. It can be anything. I predict that by the time I'm saying this, Donald Trump will have fallen down a set of stairs comically comically right not not like <laughs> like he's gonna he's hurt for the rest of his life no he no, can't no, no, walk no anymore no 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 he's not crippled you know what yet yeah, no 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 i'm saying comical stair fall henning um he'll give up on the wall Ooh, in a week and a half big one because he fell down the stairs knock some sense into him to the wall he <laughs> yeah. was going to the spec wall <laughs> This so, thing's too high. So I'm saying he fell down the stairs. Henning's saying he's going to stop the wall. You're saying because he fell down some stairs and ran into a wall, he's no longer into walls. He hates walls now. 
He's anti-wall. Like the legitimately walls. Get rid of all the walls in the White House. Yep. Just, Just posts. Cur- beaded, beaded curtains and, and load-bearing beams. <laughs> I would... I, I would see, that's what we're missing out. Like, if I could be the president, I would have so... That sounded like Trump. If I was the president, there would be so many firsts. My first beaded curtain in the White House. First kind of comical printed um, shower curtain. You know, maybe with like, I don't know, ducks with cigars in their mouth or something. You know, something wacky. Uh First, first book of what's what are those books that are always next to the toilet that have jokes on them? First Swedish toilet joke book <laughs> published by a sitting president. Sitting, no pun intended. <laughs> hey, that's in quotes. Can you imagine a president that publishes a joke book while he's president? The that's, most hack president of all time. That would be Michael Scott. I talk with a lot of people. I pick up a lot of. That's things. a good one. Can I put that in my book? He's got he's got a tight five minutes. He does at open mics around DC. Oh, God, that would be so good. A president that like it's it's not that far off when William it's not Prince William. Who's the prince that is the dad to Prince William? Hair what Charles Charles Prince Charles. Charles. He in college because of like I guess the Mighty Python boom. He was in a sketch troupe in college. And because he was Prince Charles, he his sketch troupe wasn't doing like the creek in the cave. They were doing like the royal palace. We should hit him up. He should be the Rue. He should. Hey, we got a Rue, man. And who's Estelle? I'm Estelle. He can be the Michael Winslow. He can be Coco. <laughs> we'll see if he wants to get back into it. Get in the game. Yeah, we, we got sketches, get Prince. Some. PC? PC, we ain't gonna be PC up in here, am I right? Um, he, like, so they're doing this sketch show. Right, yeah, even, in the, even in the sketches, we have to address him as your royal highness. Your highness. Your royal highness. Someone Ryan. pooped in my shoe. <laughs> Tuxedo shoe. Um, he, uh, he does, like, like, they're performing shitty sketch comedy in front of, like, all these dignitaries. And I just remember, like, uh, in the interviews, they're talking about all his... Oh, this is after the fact, like, years later, all his sketch comrades are like, he wasn't very good. Of course not. But he got the biggest laughs. And I was like, he got the biggest laughs because he's, he's toilet aching it up. Like, he did all, like, the <laughs> pratfalls. Like, he did, like, straight up, fell off the stage, like, fell off his chair. In his defense, like, no one would expect him to do that because it's so undignified. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're hung up on the fact that he's royalty and he's fucking doing a handstand and face planting into a pie that's in a toilet bowl, you're like, yes, what the fuck? Well, that's the thing. We weren't we weren't cleared to be in that audience. So all the dignitaries in that audience. Can you imagine, like, your parents, like, what do you do? Like, because at least my parents, like, don't really get it or didn't get it, like, like yeah, per- even if I said like, oh yeah, no, like I'm a, I'm an actor. They'd be like, well, that's stupid. But even worse, I go, no, I do sketch comedy. They go, I don't fucking what that's is that worse even than what we mean? thought was really stupid. So can you imagine Prince? What's his name? Chuck. Charles. Charles. Prince Chuck. So I call him P. Chuck. I call him my bitch. <laughs> um, Ch- can you imagine him saying like, no, mother, I want to be a sketch comedian, just like. 
and abdicate the throne. Never you think Elizabeth would stand for <laughs> allowing her her son to go up on stage and still be royalty, still be the heir to the throne. Yeah. Somehow he cock maybe that's why he's not the heir. He's legitimately not the heir to the throne, right? Too many dick jokes got him out of the running? Too many Swedish dumb jokes. No, it's Polish. Even uh, over there, still Polish. Yeah, I don't know where Swedish is coming from. I think he is. I believe he is. He, no, I think they're just like, no, when she dies, you're just not. I know. No, in the succession, <laughs> he is next. If the yeah. queen were to die today, he would be king. But the, aren't they saying like. And then if he dies, it's his son. The oldest. Unless his, his actual son is old enough. Primanacta, yeah. Is it he pre- sleeps with his own mom. <laughs> he sleeps with his son. <laughs> to have this throne, you must sleep with your son. Primogeniture. Primogeniture. Oh, there you go. But Primanacta, I'm, I'm, and I'm saying, I'm forcing Primanacta. That would be my first sketch. Prince, <laughs> Prince C, you got to sleep with your son. It's going to be funny. funny. You have to slip hilarious. into his butthole off the stage. <laughs> but it's a bratfall. <laughs> oh. Uh, how do we get on Prince Charles? You brought it up. I did. He's a foreign dignitary with a lot of jokes that you would that you would borrow from for your book. Oh yeah, no. If you're the sitting president, you're like, can I can I jot that down? That's a good idea. Oh, sorry, I, I just had a funny 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 idea. You ever seen Harrison Ford's earring? Ooh. Watch oh, watch out, matey. The wrong ear. What if it's in the wrong ear? Star star queers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst president ever. Oh, no, but that's the kind of president I want. Like, just an idiot. Oh, wait, I have one. No, but like a loving, like a non, nice idiot. Not malevolent one. Yeah, not the, not fucking. You want the Bushes back then? Yeah. Come George come W. Bush uh, is releasing a book next week. Uh, I forget the name of it, but all the donations are going to like wounded. If it's stories from a sitting president, you're fucked. <laughs> they all have little quips because he, no. he stole your idea. They're just paintings of soldiers because mm. he's a painter. Stolen. Fucking take a look at those. He's. I like the way he's going. He's going very President Johnson-esque in where he like had this very tumultuous war driven presidency and then once he's done he's like i'm gonna fucking chill and paint dude i'm always been the i've always been chill and like johnson when johnson left office he grew his like hair and fingernails long (laughs) i don't know about fingernails i think he always just had like kind of longy weird texas fingernails but he grew like he was always kind of balding in the front and he grew like his greasy like long gray locks out and combed it back and everybody's like he's trying to Relate to the young generation. So he looks like one of the inmates from Con Air? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> God, he... Uh... Oh, oh, so Bush, yeah. So he's like painting, but his stuff all looks like... kind of looks like Chuck Close a little bit. Is that... No. Who's the guy who's paralyzed? Chuck Close. Yeah, it is Chuck Close. It is? I don't know what you're... The comparison is Chuck Close is really realistic, right? You no, it looks and so is Bush. He's real, dog. No, Chuck Close became paralyzed from the neck down and now only paints with his teeth. Think so. And so, he his paintings look very realistic from a distance now because he paints them in such a gridded manner. Yeah, and he paints them huge. Yes, so that when you zoom out, it looks. It looks awesome. That's what Bush looks like. Like a dot matrix. Can you imagine having to sit? 
for, for Bush for to paint you? I don't think he's sitting actual people, right? He's just looking in the looking on Wikipedia. He's painting from <laughs> pictures? No way, man. That's not I art. don't think he like it would be he'd be I think he'd be cracking he, wise. He paints from face, life. famous people, doesn't he? He's not inviting him over to sit. I I could probably sit for Bush to paint me. He's probably a funny guy. Then he throw you out. Right on my face, whatever that means. They'd be like, prima nocta, buddy. That, that, that's the thing I keep forgetting is that, yeah, it's George, like because he's doing all this painting and he's like getting like weird wimpy hugs from women, like that he's like a <laughs> fun, like soft little man. But he's not. He's a billionaire no, he's not. that was president. He's he's who killed over 100,000 Iraqis. Yeah, me. exactly. Like, yeah, he, he's You're a great painter, dude. He's trying to polish that turd of a reputation and that baby still stinks. That's that still needs some Estelle Glade, if you know what I mean. <laughs> glade that turd, Estelle. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't think of anything to do like productive, so he just does the painting. I mean, what else at that point, like what else does he do? Does he like He's already got more money than he knows what to do with. Right, Politics tried, are out. He tries to be political. Just too much too much stink ra- raised over that. That's the thing. I don't think he ever was super political other than to no. get what he wanted. Like, it wouldn't make sense for him to be a huge opponent of Trump. He doesn't care. Did he want that or did his? was it just like his family was like, this is your thing, dude. We can make this happen. He's like, all right, that sounds great. Yes, I do. Did he want it or once it was presented, did he want it? Um, I think he want like he worked on his his father's campaign to get elected, so it's like he was into the politics of it. I think he's oh. into the sport of the competition. Like he, that makes like, sense. He likes to win. Yeah, that's right. I I guess you know what I did. S- the only my only reference to that, which isn't a good one, is I saw that Oliver Stone film. Oh sure, yeah. W yeah. I think or mm-hmm. Bush, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Um. And I now that you mention it, that does sound familiar. He was like, once his dad lost that re-election, he was like fucking pissed. Well, he's also the fucking sort of outsider son. He is. He wasn't like in the line of succession. It should have been Jeb. Jeb right. Jeb is more like his father. Jeb is the more toe the line Republican. Like he was just a fucking. He was a he was a you know rogue on his own. Like he went his own way. It just, it just so happened like the Republicans coalesced behind him because they didn't have anybody else. It goes back to what we were talking about last podcast with, yeah, maybe Jeb was in succession, but George H.W., for whatever you don't like about him, he was a character. So he had that yeah. like f- flavor to him that, you that again, was like yeah. just made him larger than, than life, whereas Jeb is a fucking... He should be. His name's Jeb. He should be the fucking wacky, outgoing nutball. No shit. Yeah, but he's, not the junior. He's so fucking boring, Jeb Bush. No, he's like like the you know like George George Bush the first isn't not good. He's got to light the world on fire because he's a super exciting person to watch. But he's a super smart, calculating person who he ran the CIA. Like he knows what he's talking about. When he talks, he may not be exciting, but like. He he's fucking, a nerd, but he knows what the fuck he's talking about. Jeb Bush is just all the nerdy things about his father without any of the fucking knowledge. Yeah, his dad was calculating, and that's all we saw of him. But his dad got fucking shot down in World War II and fucking 
had to swim between two islands using like kelp as his lighting guide. Oh, that might be Apollo 13. <laughs> I think Apollo 13 took a George Bush story because in Apollo 13, uh, Tom Hanks talks about how he got shot down and he didn't know what he was going to do. Uh. And then the night sky illuminated a certain type of algae and it showed him the direction he needed to go home. And I'm looking down at a big black ocean. So uh, I flip on my map light and then suddenly, zap, everything shorts out right there in my cockpit. All my instruments are gone, my lights are gone, and I can't even tell now what my altitude is. Uh, I know I'm running out of fuel, so I'm thinking about uh, about ditching in the ocean. And I, I look down there and then in, in the darkness there's this... Uh, there's this green trail. It's like a long carpet that's just laid out right beneath me. And it was the algae, right? It was that phosphorescent stuff that gets churned up in the wake of a big ship. And it was, it was, it was just leading me home. And now, if my cockpit lights hadn't shorted out, there's no way I'd have ever been able to see that. So, uh, you, uh, you never know what, what events are going to transpire to get you home. Okay. But I feel like they lifted that from, like, Bush. Like, Bush had a similar thing. Like, he was fucked. That's that weird, like... Like, if you ever hear about that, the way John Kennedy survived the PT... He was in a PT boat, PT-109? Is it 109? Oh, right, that boat crash, yeah. But it's, like, a crazy story. His boat, like, gets run into by a larger cruiser. Like, a PT boat is, like, a small little, like, nine-man little vessel that like was existed for maneuverability but they like last minute got sideswiped and basically cut in half by this larger uh japanese i think it was japanese they got struck by a a bigger vessel it would make sense because if it was americans they're assholes and they hit their boat were like fuck you jfk yeah swim home bitch but the thing about it is he ends up saving a couple people die but he ends up swimming a couple people to an island, like literally swimming with them on their back heroically, getting to this island, finding out it's potentially inhabited by Japanese soldiers, uh, writing messages on a coconut, this and that, and like ends up saving them. <laughs> but it, no, it's like Gilligan's Island. I know. I know. Like he left a message on a coconut. <laughs> I don't know what that mess. I don't know anything about, I just know that ended up on his desk when he was president, but it all comes back around circle. They're like, yeah, but the only reason he got hit by another ship is because he was a bad PT boat captain. And he was like, he let his boys smuggle booze on board. And they were like, basically like drunk and it's like a par- booze cruising. It? He, they were booze cruising and they ran into a ship. <laughs> but, uh, isn't that what fucked his back up for the rest of his life? No, he was, he had a, he had a, Congenitive? No, he just had. He just always had a bad back. I forget the name of the disease. Uh, He was always like a sick guy, and his back was already fucked up. But that didn't help. Gotcha. You can't think of the the name of the um. Not not MS. Nah, he didn't have MS. It doesn't matter. Fucking too many chicks. Disease, man. Wore his back out, man. From birth. Birth. Humps disease. (laughs) <laughs> you got a case of the humps the humpty humps kennedy does a hump <laughs> that's that's a, move over rich little they're like why is this 
Did you really think that a Kennedy Humpty Hump parody song would do well in 2017? And if you thought that was good, I got a joke book to sell you about Swedish presidents. <laughs> what is that? You wanna? Oh, you you could you can you feel open it. Who came knocking? Crack that baby! It's been a, how long has it been since we opened up the tomb? Yeah, I miss it. I miss the folder. I need it. Cue that. Cue that crypt keeper. <laughs> I think I think a couple on top might be season sports related cuz I didn't know how I didn't know you played so many sports Henning I didn't know if we'd have enough to talk about over the Super Bowl Oh yeah sure is I got a good one All right You got to just show one to Casey <laughs> and, he, yeah. and and don't look at it I guess that would be the last time we did Hot Rod God was when I was there cuz I had a card Uh yeah I think so that was a long time ago Or was it November. So whenever we recorded last in October. Halloween. The the famed Halloween Ooh. episodes. Oh, the lost one? <laughs> oh, there is a lot. Oh, no. Edit, 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 edit. The Oops. undead Halloween episode. <laughs> there is one out there somewhere before my computer explodes and we lose it all. Christ. I do need to, on that note, like maybe a listener out there, like, I am scared that uh, technical, like that, that I'm going to do something like harm. Like I get so angry that it's unhealthy. Like, and I can, I can see that in myself. When something goes wrong with a computer or a printer, like it's a fucking scary level of anger. Not even sometimes that I like verbalize. But the feeling of rage that comes up inside of me, I'm like, this is, this is like what husbands feel when they kill their wives, <laughs> like yeah. when they walk in on them. Like this if you is, could this serial is the rage. kill machinery or technology, you would. Here's a thought like... that goes through my head: I want to punch through this screen, not just to break it because it's upsetting me. I want to punch through it so it will, so I can feel it cut my hand, so I can go to the emergency room and they can say what can happen to your hand, so I can have a story about how much I hate computers. <laughs> that's how much, like that's how angry I get with them. I, like I have so angry that you need a physical damage to yourself to show how angry you are. I have fantasies about. Going to Bill Gates' house. I have new. I had a new. I had a fa- like. I don't want to incriminate myself, but I had a whole narrative play out in my head about how <laughs> yes. the news was playing a story about how Bill Gates was assassinated by uh, a random, and then they do all this research and they're like, "Why'd you do it? Why'd you do it?" And then they find out and they go, "Wait, wh- why'd you do it?" I go, "Cause computers should work." good and they don't all the time (laughs) like just like and it's like that'll show them like it really is like a sick ted kaczynski i'm getting sick feeling about it right now hinkley you know i feel like gaining 70 pounds and throwing a fucking potato at bill gates (laughs) (laughs) and because they're so <laughs> inscrutable, you you look at them and you don't know what's going wrong. You're you're powerless to do anything about it. 
Well, and it's more so it says it's like detecting the problem and then it like, so what is happening to me, but you can't trust what it's saying. You clearly can't. What happens to me is I'm running uh, Chrome and then it'll freeze and say Chrome not responding. So I'll try and close it. I'll close it and it'll say uh, Chrome not responding. Would you like to close the program or wait for it to respond? I click close the program and then it says Microsoft Word is looking for a solution to your problem. And then it, then it fucking that green dash goes around. It's doing, it's doing, it takes about five minutes and then it stops. I go, all right, I fixed it. Open it up. Restore your pages, sir. Yes. Restore. Do a couple clicks. Write something just enough. Start a blog just enough where I don't save it. Freeze. <laughs> And it's just, oh my God, it was, I I won't go into it more, but the release of the last podcast, um, the longest on record, wait, the lasty last, Mm. last potentially, Mm. uh, uh, you can only upload a certain megabytes and we were like five megabytes over. So I was trying to determine how to compress it just a little bit more. And I figured it out just enough. We're longer than a Dan Carlin. Yeah, I actually, but I think. Now I won't go into it. It's the platform that I upload from, not their platform, because iTunes will take up to 500 megabytes, kilobytes. What's bigger, a mega or a kilo? Mega. 500 megabytes. And our last podcast episode in MP3 format, now, remember how I said I wasn't going to go into it, was 185 kilobyte, megabytes. But Killer so content. what I upload to will only allow me to upload 160 Megabyte? Kilobytes. <laughs> Mega. Maggie. So, wow, even that being MP3. said, the yeah. next computer that fucking crosses me, I'm going to do harm to myself. I'm just <laughs> saying. I can't believe it. Just do it right. You're writing code. How come code can... If you write code, if I build a fucking wall, <laughs> I need posts, tax, <laughs> fucking foam, <laughs> and paint. I can't fuck that up because you put one up, you put the other in between it, you put the other up, and you paint it. There's your wall. If you write code, you write from A to fucking Z. And all I need to do is press start, and it should go through their fucking motions. How is it freezing? It doesn't make (laughs) sense. Do it right. That's all I'm saying. Send those fucking coders to build that wall. Learn um, a fucking lesson. I want everybody to mail a potato to Bill Gates with a, a slur etched on it. <laughs> With an upside down cross carved into it. He'll get the so message. So if he opens it, it looks like a normal cross. Or an upside down one. I sold you this computer in question. It's it's not it has the computers worked lovely. And even this is like it's just because Clearly. Uh the computers worked fine up until so I'm not blaming you for the computer, but until you got your mitts on it. So Henning's getting yeah, the potato. I mean, the way I, I, I download for, never but you know what? It might be from you, Henning, because never, nary a gigabyte of porn has graced that computer. Mm. Never. I learned my lesson. There's like still uh, like a computer back in Minneapolis, like sweating out, belting out black <laughs> sludge. It's, <that's> yes, <laughs> exactly. It's like Jason's heart. <laughs> it's like, like your picture of Dorian Gray. It takes all the viruses. Yes, that this one is not taking. Exactly. So, so it can stay fresh and clean, ideally. I think the reason this baby's given me some some kill is because when I need a song occasionally, 
uh, I'll rip it from YouTube using a site called Listen to YouTube. And apparently, you know it's bad news when you click that, you click a download, and then another window opens up. Usually it's some garbage, like, download Jewel Hunt, yeah. some stupid fucking yeah. app that yeah, yeah. fucking momos, <laughs> jewels. Everybody loves candy colors. No offense to Jewel Hunt, if case they want to sponsor the uh, Two Rubes, a Rue and a Rose podcast. Julie, Jewel, Jewel, Jewel Hunt? Jewel Hunt? <laughs> <laughs> Jewel Hunt presents the Night Court Podcast. Jewel. So it's now Jewel Hunt presents two rubes, a rue, and a rose, a Night Court joint. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> on it. Featuring Prince Charles. Feat- featuring. Oh, featuring yeah. PC, Richards and Sons. <laughs> Which he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. Abdicate that throne, boner. All right. <laughs> Um, who wants Come so the hot rod god holder is open and I think it's open I because know I can smell it because we need some some god in our life we gotta be believers we lost some faith gotta keep the faith like Adele fucking up George Michael digging up George Michael's corpse and giving it a kick in the ribs you see that <laughs> she fucked up his no. tribute on the Grammys heartless oh yeah right she had to start over Good for fucking her, man. Can you you imagine? Like when we fuck up in a jerk practice sketch, mm. I freeze. Hurry up and finish it. I freeze. Get to the end. Yeah, just go. You think we're gonna start that shit over? We we can no, mi- we mi- in a jerk practice sketch. We've missed in the entire premise. Like a one line holds the entire premise of the sketch, and we've forgotten it, and we've just soldiered through. <laughs> Going on. It reminded me of uh, like Mariah Carey. You guys were talking about without me. She. Should have just start over. If no you doubt. Fuck yeah, it up. just start yep. the fuck over. What's wrong with starting over? Be human. Nothing. Goes goes to show you. <laughs> and I was so... Adele those, is better than Mariah Carey. Adele... Well, Mariah Carey, she's a fucking old... She's old... Old no, bag. She's an old... She's the Titanic, man. She needs to go down. She did go down. 1996 called Go Home. Go home. Go die. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> No, but Mariah Carey... Let Adele kick in the ribs. <laughs> Mariah Carey, the thing about... Like, she was like... She didn't... She, she... You could just tell the way she was reacting. Like, she didn't... Adele, at least, was like, I fucked up. I start over. Mariah Carey, she wouldn't even admit while she was fucking up that she was fucking up. She was, like, doing a lot of... <sighs> huffs. Puffs. Doing a lot of loose, wristy... Uh, Mike holds like you guys sing. No, I'll sing. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it's in my head. I'm so upset about the computer. I can't even talk about it. <laughs> oh God! It was like the uh, not to not to go on and on about computers, but my printer. I I blamed my printer for not working. But the thing about the printer was I had pushed not using ink. Did I already talk about this? Doesn't matter. I had pushed not using ink for so long that. Final and that was printing like stupid ass shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna print this full colored meme of a horse and the guy from Mash. <laughs> um, and so finally, when I had to print a resume, it finally said. <laughs> <laughs> so even even when I instead of trying to put a new ink cartridge, I tried to put a little water in that baby. Tried to like mm. juice up, shake it around like a little water in the milk carton. <laughs> um, 
But it, and I, all I could do was blame the printer when obviously it's just that, that one maybe user error. But that fucking <laughs> maybe. But the printer industry, that's a goddamn racket. How, how, what other, anybody else would be in prison other than the printer industry? If a printer costs $50, but to refill it with ink costs $55, that's not a red flag? I don't know. Maybe printers are just so cheap that they they scooted right on. Maybe printer ink was always $55, just that printers were 200 at some point. You got another and ink another and zinc cheap. on your list, both of them. Yeah. what? It, maybe that list. ink is pure zinc. Pure zinc, you know, like what is ink? Ink, how come you can buy a pen for two ninety five, for a two pack of good pens, G twos, mm. how and you can buy a cartridge of ink for a hundred dollars? Yeah. That might be hyperbole. You can buy one. All right, so I bought a pack. I bought generic ink for it, fifteen dollars. It has all this technology along with it that doesn't need it to be. It's got like computer chips and shit on it. You don't need it. What about those old printers? Gold contacts. Those old printers that went across. Dot matrix. Dot matrix printers where you made the happy birthday banners. Yeah. Um, that just used toner, yeah. not ink. What's the difference? Or typewriter, just an ink ribbon. Yeah. Mm. How come you can't put the computer part away from the ribbon? You know why? Because Epson wants to sell you Epson ink. And Hyper Pulit, or whatever the fuck that is, wants to sell you Pulit ink. <laughs> That's fucking a monopoly. How is it not? I'm fucking pissed. Bust it. I'm going to save your ink cartridges. Throw them at Bill Gates. And we're going to melt them down into a a hard fucking bricky snowball. We're going to throw it at Best Buy. And we were were using (laughs) a lot of ink back in the day. We printed out every sketch multiple times. Yeah, I definitely need. I've For definitely every yeah killed a lot of. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, too much printing. Uh, but and I can't let that go. I do print still too much to this day. But <sighs> these hot rod god index cards, handwritten, using the cheap ink, and these cards from Hotty Gotti, very low tech, are ripped in half, <laughs> conserving, conserving even Not more. Not gonna waste a whole note card. Why anymore. are they like? Why are they? Oh, because they we pinned them up. That's right. I was gonna we say we wanted to fit them on a, a board. Because I was like our idea board. Are these like flashcards where I'd have to hold them up and you guess what? <laughs> like, like why are they like this? What I remember now. If I guess it, then we know it's a good sketch because I divined it out of nothing. Well, I'll tell you. I I can see the one I have going somewhere. Uh, you want to go first? I think? Go. Mine says CA, CIA meetings up at the top. George Bush. Relevant to- H.W., Very. sure. No, dub, just W. No, H, yes. H.W. is the elder. Junior Herbert goes by Walker. dub. Herbie right? Walker. Herb. Right? Yep, yep, yep. CIA meetings. Strange love-esque government meeting. Pick idea of putting cameras on pigeons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pick idea? No, it's it was a real thing. In World War Two. Like, there, it was the spy work of, the, of like, World War Two. Like, they wanted to... Right. Attach cameras to pigeons and just fly them places. No drones yet. Got to use nope. homing pigeons. Pre-drone. I'd imagine would be most useful because they always come back. Yeah. yeah. Pitch. This is a this is a pitch meeting sketch. Which this was we our are pitch to the of. CIA 
for the technology. Got an idea. Cameras on snakes. What do you think? Go under walls. <laughs> they used to put uh, bombs on dolphins. Or no, they. That sounds about right. Some maybe it was maybe they we weren't killing the dolphins. We were putting cameras and stuff. But some army somewhere, maybe the Germans, maybe the Russians, used to put bombs on dogs and send them to go under fucking scumbag under tanks. Oh, not bad. Why? Why not like a squirrel or because they come right back at you? <laughs> well, that, that's what happened with the dogs too. They were trained on All these trees. They were trained on Russian or whatever tanks, and they said go get them, but they just came back and went under the Russian tanks. That they blew them up. <laughs> Is that from your Polish joke book? <laughs> Tactical video of how the how they put cameras on stuff. Okay. How the put. How they how the put how they put how to put I interpolated there how how the how the put cameras on stuff yeah so it was like all the different types of stuff they could put cameras on not a bad idea mm. like a pitch mating to a CIA we're we're how about a boomerang dummy <laughs> hey I wonder if somebody's done that put a GoPro on a boomerang <laughs> do it <laughs> I gotta buy a boomerang and a GoPro. Come back to us, Case. He's here. You here? I'm here, yeah. I'm going to kill the video for a sec. Okay. See if that Ooh. helps. Scared me. Like, seeing... <laughs> I, Casey just killed the video. <laughs> and as it came up, we just then realized that Henning and I are sitting in a dark room. <laughs> <laughs> as we see ourselves, we I didn't even think about that. We were sitting in the dark like a couple of creeps. <laughs> Because we went to the the file, the crypt. We opened the crypt. <laughs> the meatloaf crypt. Did you know that episode I was talking about, Casey? What? Oh, I was talking about a Tales from the Crypt episode where Meatloaf uh, talks, tries to explain a theory on how when you die, your body dies, but your brain's still alive. No, I didn't see that one. Check out Tumblr, Jerk Practice, Tumblr. Watch that. Full on. When does you? Where does YouTube get off? You can like who like? Does, is there just so much uploading that like some stations are just like let oh, them have it? You yeah, can, the copyright owners can't keep up with it. In yeah, some, you can in just most cases. Yeah, watch every episode of Tales from the Crypt. Mm. Yeah, no one cares. Hey, is there a Tales from the Crypt podcast? SNL would be a good one. That'd be a fun one, especially if it's on YouTube. That shit's free. No, oh, I know, I know. Well, Hulu's, I guess. You need Hulu's free, isn't it? You have to pay 12, 12 a month to get the full series of something. Otherwise, it just gives you the, three, the last three or so shows. For free? Yeah. That's not bad. With, the, the most recent ones? With advertisements. Yeah. Ah, oh, scummy. Just pay the 12 bucks. What are you, poor? Freaks? <laughs> just go on YouTube. I wonder, if you, if you add up, like, add up... Um, uh, you're streaming like because I'm like I don't pay for cable like I got this thing licked but if I add up that I pay forty bucks for internet and then I pay twelve bucks for Netflix twelve bucks for Hulu a hundred dollars a year for Amazon Prime mm-hmm. am I getting rubed here? No, it's still less. Yeah, less than what a premium cable? Because cable is what like sixty seventy bucks a month. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, I don't have HBO Go though. How much is that? Fifteen. 
Ooh, I'd like that. How do you get that? You get through Amazon? You have to go through your phone and do... It's a weird, crazy <laughs> couple of steps. Do you have... You have uh, your your uh, PlayStation, right? Yeah. You can just get the app. Huh. Anybody got a code out there? Secret private message me. <laughs> maybe Bill. Maybe Bill Gates will, for all that fucking time and anguish, will give me the H... Is he involved with HBO? <laughs> Probably. He, he enjoys its programming. He designed the app. He's a fuck. All right. Um, he because he designed Microsoft, correct? He designed Windows. Yeah. Did he write the code? Probably the original. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what? Back to the drawing board. Um, <laughs> this is three point one. Back when it was like the whole concept of a window was revolutionary. Yeah, back when it worked, Hans. When I invent it my came from. DOS, which is just typing shit in onto a DOS prompt to actually clicking on stuff. When I go back in so time, that was a pretty revolutionary idea. I'm going to make sure that he doesn't have access to that uh, coding room on that university outside of Seattle, mm-hmm. so he can't get those ten thousand hours. And he's going to be some other another fucking nerd. Just a lot of wedgies. Hopefully, who's better at it. I'll get somebody good. I'll get somebody cool in there to design a cool computer. You imagine replacing Bill Gates with somebody that you're like, he's cool. He'll design something good. Quote unquote cool. And everybody, instead of having computers, they're just back to my wall theory. Everybody just has a little wall they draw on. (laughs) No windows, just walls. That'll be, that's my, that's my version of windows. That's your, your platform. Walls. Walls. walls 96 i can't get it i can't get anywhere yeah you ran into a wall come on <laughs> idiot just draw on it be happy i gave you three colors primaries no variations of do you remember that shitty thing that used to be on computers i think it was just called paint yeah yeah microsoft paint horrible <laughs> yeah. it was really hard to i couldn't even write my name on that thing <laughs> There is a, a market out there for really shittily drawn comics made with old vintage MS Paint, though. Oh, really? There are artists who can do work with it. I believe and it. And it's much better. In it's like those releases. Etch-A-Sketch weirdos. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't need to see a fucking Bo Jackson baseball card on an Etch-A-Sketch. Get a job. You All didn't right. know that until you saw it, though. I know. It looked cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have that Beckett. <laughs> What was is that the name of it? Beckett, right? Yeah, Beckett. Yeah, that was the sports card grading. <laughs> speaking of speaking yeah, of sports, I got my card here. A gym coach who can tell your future by your run. Speaking of Bill Gates, I like it. That's a little SNL-y. That's pretty SNL-y. Just by your gate. By the who had the farting run? Yeah. Who had the fartiest run? Who runs like a girl? Right, you a get, tight runner. You get two straight runs, like straight man runs, not yeah sexual orientation, but just normal runs. Comedy wise, yeah. I can. But then you go with a third who's crazy and <laughs> uncoordinated. And then you get a guy you get the physical like comedy, and then the comment on it by the gym coach. Because there's a social comment here that you guys can all all see there. Like you associate that certain people are good at sports, mm. right? So uh-huh. you can bring that in. And the last guy, like they're judging everybody running, like he's going to be a computer programmer. He's going to 
be a cook on the Golden Girls. And then this one guy comes in and like before he even runs, he's like, what are you trying to say, man? Oh, GD. No. You know what I mean, right? Like that's where racism. Like, it's no, it's not. It's that's I'm saying that's where a shitty sketch would go. Hey man, <laughs> what you talking about, man? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you're gonna be a professional athlete. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to edit out that uh, airtime there. <laughs> that, that baby hung way too, way too high. The what the more appropriate lo- way. Is uh, like a guy comes in and the coach doesn't know. Wait, it doesn't even make that bit doesn't even make sense. Next card. <laughs> the gym coach just predicts the same thing for everybody, and it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. They all become gym coaches. In what the if? Future. What if the gym coach just predicts them into being like his personal servants? <laughs> You're going to make me an iced tea in about 10 minutes. You're going to clean my pool. You're going to write a gym coach sketch. <laughs> Future doesn't look good for you. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, we couldn't really we couldn't really turn much with that, huh? The gym coach? Yeah. I f- I felt did I bring it down with the racism? <laughs> no, it's a thinker. <laughs> A thinker, man. <laughs> and then, then you bring him back in again. Um, no, I'm not bringing. No, no, no. Racism is racism. I've said it once. I'll say it a million times. Racism is out with me. Always been. Yeah. No to that. What if the gym coach is a gypsy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> it's out. I mean, what Henning was saying, if they all run, like, you have the straight character run, but what if everybody runs the same and he kind of divines this abstract sort of like, you know, like a palm reader? Like you're going to get married? (laughs) Tell me about my love life. I don't care about how fast I'm going to run. Run me my Give me a couple squats. You know, like he's, yeah, he's a gym coach. You can see the future, but you got to do... I don't understand. Drop and give me 20. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. You got to have the fat guy then. Then you got to have a fat guy joke. So the fat guy comes in and he's just like, "I, your future is premature death. <laughs> fat guy. We kind of did a sketch like that. It was the drill sergeant sketch. Yeah. Where the drill sergeant was really, really hard on everybody. And then Justy was the, the third guy in the drill sergeant line and the drill sergeant was really sort of passively not, or not passively but just very nice to him but in his his drill sergeanty way i have uh, I, I need to stop saying i have it i think i had that on tape i'm pretty sure of it i don't recall it going great it's a funny idea though <laughs> that's <laughs> i mean that's gonna be on the jerk practices tombstone yeah, funny yeah, ideas on paper or that gym paper. coach one funny, funny ideas good non, <laughs> looks good on an index card there's a reason it's in the hot rod god folder oh yeah yeah but that one wasn't that one not only was that one in a different folder that one was unfolded on stage we put that in lights up in lights well that one light at the creek that worked at the time <laughs> you know what i'm not i'll just for that 
I'll put up Krieg. I don't know. Because it's at the Creek. <laughs> That's the association. I needed something to post. I need to give something. Our, our latest. Henning and I were looking at. Um, thank you, all of you, to who have been liking the Facebook page. Please keep doing that. Please keep sharing at Jerk Practice Pod, the Jerk Practice. Um, but Henning, some, for some reason, we are getting uh, a lot of busty ladies. Oh. And I don't. And they're, um, but what I care about is is the fat Russian men behind the curtain of these busty lady profiles. No, I think right. they're all like, like pedophile. I think they're all men with that's busty, what I'm saying. Like, busty profiles. That's who I'm going for. Is the man behind the myth? Our last uh, our last like was by a by a, a lovely young lady named Melanie. Slip me some skin. Or slip, slip, slip skin in or something. Slip skin. Rumple steel skin. <laughs> She's so. not fake. No, no way. She's just a fan of comedy. So you're out there promoting and it's going to happen. Some fake accounts are going to attach themselves. And oh, when you're as big as try us. And, try and catfish you. It's bound. It's, it's bound. Everybody wants catfishing a, me. Everybody wants a piece of... Speaking uh, of catfish, I saw that they have a, an actual catfish show on MTV. Yeah, that's been around for a long time. Just it seems seems really sad. It's the saddest thing in the world. It's you like s- they should just. I mean, it's just like lower. Just call it lower your expectations because it's like that. The one that I saw it was just like a not so attractive guy's like, hey, wait a second, you're not what I thought. And then same goes for like a not like just like weird. Yeah. Oh, it, come on, guys. It, it never ends. Pleasant. You never thought Denise slipped me some skin? You thought she was real? There's a crazy movie. Isn't the movie? No, there's a movie, like a catfish movie, but then there's also another movie about how these two guys end up like going after the same girl online and she's pretending to be somebody totally different. But uh, it all ends with like this. You know what? It ends in murder. That's I. I, I I'll have to. I'll <laughs> have to put a trailer up. It? I'm confusing myself. <laughs> <laughs> that was, man. I got a. My my saw. What what do you what do you guys recommend for like, you know, weak brain? I think we all need some cocaine. <laughs> is that it? A stimulant, or do I? Is there like some kind of mental exercises I can do? Have I been playing too much flow on my phone? <laughs> that, that game yeah with with the, the the little pretty organisms that go around in the water i'm oh, that's a fun one. no 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 it's like a it's like a, a a box where you connect one dot to the other dot and oh. you have to fill a certain amount of dots okay. no not squares you know flow casey it's trademarked uh no it's pretty it's colors like plumbing the game excuse me flow flow no. Um, it looks like this. Wait, why am I doing? It doesn't Play it for why. the podcast. Yeah, why are we doing so you, you connect these. Okay. I'll, I'll, put, I'll, put my, I'll tape myself playing flow like cutie tootie pie or whatever. <laughs> Actually, I should yeah. do that. Uh, tootie fruity pie. There's a guy out there. There's many guys. Like, it's a very popular thing where c- kids just play video games. Yeah. And yeah, it's, make... called, it's called Twitch. Rather than oh, is that what Timmy does? Yeah, that's what Timmy does. Oh, yeah. He's into that now. 
rather than sitting down and playing the game yourself, you just watch someone else play it, and you get basically the same experience. I don't get no. They think. I used to watch my brother Jesse play Nintendo, and yeah. he would forcibly make me leave the room because I it was too tense for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> go get out of here! And God forbid this happened one time. He was oh, playing. Kick that. Oh. He was playing. Yeah, he was playing Contra oh, already on one guy. He was on the last level. I'm breathing hard. He tells me to get out of here. I go fine, fine. I'm leaving. My foot catches the cord, <laughs> remote cord, and the Nintendo. It didn't just shut off. It froze. You're not getting that shit back. That might be the same day. One guy, last level. Oh, you're the worst. Mm-hmm. I'm an awful. I think that's when I got. Drag down the stairs. I got rug burn on my butt cheeks. <laughs> Savage beatings. Probably, I probably got a, probably got a, um, I, one of those free pink yardsticks from the 4-H club swapped across oh, my buns. I love it. It's just like, you got the old South Dakota Contra hide tannin. <laughs> exactly. Oh God. Slept in the garage. I used to steal, <laughs> I used to like steal my brother's clothes. <laughs> Uh, because they had like, we didn't have a lot of, they had like, I just thought they had cooler clothes. So my, me and my brothers were all like five years apart. So obviously they're way bigger than me, but I used to steal their clothes out of the closet or the laundry and keep them in the garage and then leave for school. This is when I was in grade school and like change into their clothes and go to school. And then finally my mom was like, where the fuck are all your, my brothers are down to like one outfit. Like where they're close, and they found them in the garage. But of course, like you can't just keep clothing in a damp garage. So I just been continually wearing like all these like moldy, large clothes (laughs) to school. And I just I got another South Dakota hiding, tanning, beating because I ruined all my brother. Like I got all my brother's clothes moldy in the garage, (laughs) and then they have to be like, why do I have a son that's hiding? clothes in a garage and changing like a like a teenage girl putting makeup on before high school his brother's clothes stealing my bro's clothes bro's clothes bro's clothes like booze clues all right all right all right (laughs) when when i start trying to randomly associate uh words we go we 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 wrap up old hottie gotti Oh, it's, we uh, likes to party. That's uh, uh, John Wayneberger. Make fast food out of his colon meat. So the premise of this, you know what? I think we did this card. I think we talked about it. Oh my God, we're recycling recyclables. Oh just, God, we're closing the loop. Know. Reuse, reuse, recycle. Ripley's believe it or not, is it? Has this whole pile been used? Oh my God, we're, we're, we're oh, losing no. it. No, is it, this the no last way. episode? <laughs> Unbeknownst to us, Trump predicted our future. <laughs> Sacking on Gundy? Have you talked about that yet? We have a new card. The Sack podcast lives on. Regal Monroe, Leslie Lorenz show. So, wow. All right. Those are just the three of our fake f- character names. But That's I think. Names we thought we were cool. Thought that were cool. All right, Let's so make a sketch about it. To start off, Sacamagundi comes from uh, it's a racial thing. Coming back, coming back, circle on one episode. Imagine that. Imagine, 
Uh, so Sacamagundi, my dad ran marathons, and so we were. He was running a marathon in like Duluth, Minnesota, and a friend was like, a friend of his was along, like, and we were watching him and cheering him on. And my friend, racially uh, parodying African runners' names, was like. Goli, Goli, Sakamagandi, because I guess he thought that sounded Ethiopian or he was bringing fire like... back to Africa. He brought some Sakamagandi fire to Africa. Indian, I guess he was going for. I don't. There's... I would guess. There's not a lot of Indian marathon runners. <laughs> I don't think. He well, he couldn't even. He couldn't even. Uh, is appropriate the word? He can't even. He couldn't even make a. He couldn't even be a good racist. This guy. But he gave us a good name. He did, yeah. So Sacamagundi, and then we just liked the name, so it's like, what can we do with the name? I think the early idea was we had always attached the name Sacamagundi to, like, action movie. We're like, that's the name of, like, it's always going to be Detective Sacamagundi. Yeah. So I think that was the movie, but those were the two names of the characters that were the actors that were going to be in said Sacamagundi. It was Regal Monroe and Leslie Lorenz <laughs> was the sidekick. Great names. Well, I think Leslie Lorenz actually the sidekick Leslie Lorenz is our name for Michael Winslow. Is it not? I believe so. So that's coming all the way back around. Like Leslie Lorenz is like a Michael Winslow esque character, mm. and remember he like solved crimes. Like it was even more Lorenzi esque. Like he could only solve crimes by doing one of two things: machine gun sound or national anthem sound. <laughs> that's right. Like that's how he got out of every jam. Exactly. Machine gun or national anthem. He's like he's cornered by all these bad guys. He's like, I got backup on the way. They're going to fire. And they'll be like, you ain't got nobody, man. And he goes, oh, shit. Let's get out of here. And they either hit the deck or he does national anthem and they hands over hearts. (laughs) (laughs) He got him with patriotism. And then Rigo Monroe would be like a Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal-esque character. Paunchy, white tennis shoes, jeans, black jeans. Oh, he's talking like this. Squinched yep. face. And then that he did become that in I, written live. I think, like, if you see Steven Seagal now, I don't think it's the... Uh, uh, I hope nothing but bad befalls anyone. Wow, how do I pick these words? Befall <laughs> is the word today. I never used befall in my life. Now all of a sudden, befall comes out? So you wish great harm on Steven Seagal? I never would. Never any harm to befall him. But I would not be surprised if you were like in a death pool or something this year. I would put him in my top 10 easy. Mm. He's going? You're calling it? Calling your shot? He just looks... It's not like about... Like you can be healthy and be fat, but you can't be healthy and like have to take breaths like he does lately. Oh. Like he just can't get... Through three words. Purposeful breaths. <sighs> it's very much like uh, like Jake and the Fat Man-esque situation. Tell you what, I'd pay Steven... If I had, if I had uh, uh, money to throw around, I'd pay Steven... I'd keep Steven Seagal on retainer just to dropkick 
technology when it goes awry in my home. Get it, you Steve. You would love that, actually. <clears throat> All right. You want the satisfaction yourself, though? You just got to wake him up out of his hammock. <laughs> I'll throw a potato at him. New movie, Steve. Get Seagal. up, Steve! Screen puncher. I think that'd be the most offensive thing you can do to Steven Seagal is just call him Steve. <laughs> Come here, Steve. He's just so humiliating. My name is Steven. And then you, yeah, no, Steve. Steve, go to bed. What am I paying <laughs> go to you your for? Hammock, Steve. The old, the old rivalry. Bill Gates versus a guy named Steve. Bill Gates. Bill William Gates versus Steve Seagal. How much better would the any Steve Jobs movie be with Steven Seagal as Steve Jobs? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, literally, if you a could make that better? happen, you would make... It, how much does Steven Seagal <laughs> cost? Steven Seagal in the turtleneck with those nerd glasses? Like, <laughs> ah, it's amazing. You know how you could... If, you, if that movie cost... Let's say you can make it for $5 million. Most of that's going to Steven. You would no, make $100 million. I think so. Ironically, right? I, of course. Let's get Seth Rogen on the phone. I got an idea to pitch him. Seth Rogen was in a Steve Jobs movie. I know. Oh, he, yeah. he played that guy that has all those um, ancient the, relics in his yard. The guy who actually made the stuff. Wozniak. He's the guy who needs to be listed? He's the guy that deserves the potato. No, I mean, well. The Woz. Okay. Well, Apple has always worked a lot better than Windows products because they don't have to be everything to everybody. Getting back to why why an OS is much harder to build than a wall. Uh-huh. It's because Windows has to deal with all these third-party software developers and and still work with everyone everyone coming in and wanting to be on the OS whereas Apple so is So Henning's telling you to pump the brakes, Hans. Take a chill pill. I don't know. I'm I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm calm. Wozniak was the guy who actually made technical innovation and and steve put the design flair on it i thought apple worked better because you can't get a virus on an apple computer because they stay up to date on their virusware. because they could afford because no one was using they could afford to be a lot more closed down and controlled about who they let on their os oh windows can't afford it and windows they don't be, have any money. Has to be everything to everybody, afford liability wise. Uh huh. Maybe not, if they could financially. Sh- maybe they don't need all those. They don't need gold plated <laughs> Kleenex. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Bill Gates doesn't need a heated toilet seat in every room. <laughs> Bill, why are we all sitting on toilets? Those are heated seats. I dude. am a billionaire. That's why. <laughs> I think I think the Bill Gates in my mind is just the guy I want to be. I want to be the guy that all my furniture is only toilets, and you never have to stand up. Everybody's That's the movie. A toilet. Bill Gates played by Bill Paxton. Steve Jobs played by Steven Seagal. Versus Seagal. Perfect. A mansion and full of toilets. Karate fight on the Titanic. Oh yeah, <laughs> which they've just brought from the bottom of the ocean. Isn't that Bill? Isn't Bill Gates the guy who brought it up? No, James Cameron. James Cameron. He can be. He can get a small part in there. James Cameron, played by James Caan. Michael Winslow. Wait, did you say? <laughs> did you say James Cameron, played by Steve Jobs? <laughs> no, Is his corpse? J- James Caan. James. Oh. 
That golden Kevin James. That gold medallion. Oh, the, for reference, there's a famous picture of James Conn with like a dinner sized plate, seventies gold medallion around his neck. Looks like a Wu Tang member. <laughs> All right. Well, that's hot rotten garden. That's a that's another foray into the folder. Another hot f- rotten garden. Welcome to my head. Hot rod soon forgotten. Oh boy. Oh the Garden of Eden. Wait, what is that? Hot rod Yeah, the hot rod garden of Eden. No. No no no. 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 It's descending. That's an hour. Circle. Really? You went back to it, huh? No, edit that out. Uh that's that's three index cards and three rubes for you. <laughs> Where's Prince Charles when you need him? Have a good night court. (laughs) That's our night court one. Have a good night court. Have a good night court. Oh my God, that's great. All of today was worth it just for that. (laughs) Just to get to this point right now. Just to get to an ending that we can't use on this show because it's an ending for a different show. See you in court. I eat cats. <laughs> that was an Alf ending. Yes. <laughs> now we got to do that too, Jesus. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. We now take you live to the floor of JPWE Stadium and a message from famed wrestler Party Randers. Hey, Horty Randers here. Thanks for the intro, Crank Hank Meepleston. Hey, Jerkomaniacs, if you like what you just heard, get your puny butts over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast. Don't make me give you a sleazy salamander off the top rope, you hear me? All you gotta download do is download some episodes. Why not ding the bell and start it round? Wait, oops, I mean episode one. A ding, a ding and avoid a fingernail forking to the back by rating us and especially writing a review, all you brothers and mothers out there. It helps new listeners find the cast and join the conversation. Watch out! You can avoid a flying bun's head to the face by joining the Facebook page at Jerk Practice Pod. The Jerk Practice. Time for a leg drop! Drop! And now, drop a little toot of acid for this new episode's coldy tag. Welcome to the bright top of the sun, jerks. We love you.
welcome to the Jerk Practice co- Podcast, where all claps matter. This is Casey. Hans. Henning. And, uh, We're back, baby. Okay, so... Salty as ever. We just discovered, as we discover on most intros, we, we got the first part down now. What's up with that uh, pause after? We go, welcome, Dude. Casey, Let's Hans, Let's bring some Henning. Black Bundies fired no, in this episode. Let's do it. Oi. He dives in. No. no. What, we're well, two episodes. Two all on. episodes too forever. Polite. Go light a fire in Africa, you Bundy. Whatever that means. That, uh, I'm Hans. I am Henny. <laughs> Say something that, mean, Henny. That uh, w- was your fault you didn't like the last episode. As now, for whatever reason, you, now we're going to talk over each other like crazy. Now, potentially, this one is released before the other one. And Greg, it was I was it you, me, like Anthony, and Greg? Just the four of us? Was there somebody else there? I think we did it twice, and Mitch was there. Well, let's tear okay. Pre-rad dude cast. Yeah. Pre-rad dude cast. Pre-jerk practice. And jerk practice. The other one. I'm saying we dark sided the moon. This so and this one is just that laid over time. So we're doing the same. No, episode. no, no. I mean, it was no pre-jerk practice podcast. Jerk practice podcast is pre-rad. I dare you not to jump out your window. First of all, Dr. Rube, two Dr. Rubes speaking to a row. We came into it like one after probably five hours of like just sketch which was like, do you come that great we would all sit down Manhattan Lando and bring out notes it's like it's that, like an uh, eight. bring out notes uh, what happened last meeting in our history well or lack thereof Anthony you were taking should be prevalent but we'd go around deep at the bottom of the drink movie maker and then ticket taker alright here we go backseat reviewer Megan's here getting my taxi cab Oscar edition which has wishes oh my god I was dead yes it's 1990 you're a dick! Tracy is in the running for costume design, and I'm sorry to say all designs point to that. It was a sleeper, for which I was hoping for an awakening. He was hung as a horse, but Bob DeGaro kept the real Right. 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 Right.
Well, that's two words, but hey, I'm wild at heart. Which brings me to the only person that had any of that. And it's also about that this year's Because at this beauty of a beast, the book, its prince of the